G'day guys, g'day ladies, welcome to another Guitar Wank Podcast, we've hit 69 baby, woohoo, there you go, and that absolutely means nothing, so, you know, but anyway, I just wanted to give it an exciting intro, so there you go, welcome, I am your host Troy McCubbin, um, wow, I nearly didn't make it back this week, had a little uh, motorcycle accident, damn, <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think about a lot of shit. Yeah, I uh, I took down the 405, stopped it. Someone uh, just decided to pull into the car lane, into the carpool lane, I should say, right in front of me, um, going a lot slower than I was. So I had nowhere to go except right up their ass. Um, yeah, I'm a very lucky man. So I'm counting my blessings. The bike is stuffed as we would say um i'm okay besides a leg my legs uh, it's not nothing's broken but um a lot of bad bruise can't straighten the leg at the moment we'll get that sorted out hopefully but um man you know what <laughs> it all just flashes right right in front of your eyes and you think about a lot of shit so um yeah made me think about a lot of shit first thing i thought was well, well, there, there's, that's it. No more bike. Um, no more riding. It's the first thing that went through my mind. It's like, oh, shit. No, first thing was, all right, I'm alive. Second thing, what's broken? Third thing was like, well, well that's my riding days are over. And then as you calm down, you think about how much you love riding and how much you love motorcycles. Then you think family. Then you think your limbs. Your fingers, man, alright, say if I went down on my hands and broke my wrist or, you know, I don't know, I'm sure there's some riders out there who can relate, they get it, why they love the motorcycles and there's a lot of people out there just like coughing on wheels, um, yeah, so, uh, but it scared the shit out of me and um, I just couldn't believe how quickly it happened, you know, I always thought, in that situation, I'll be able to go around them. I had no time. It was done. I I got the brakes on, did an endo straight in the back of this uh, car. And uh, yeah, bike is just a mess. But I'm, thank God, knock on wood, I'm okay. So um, live to fight another day. So uh, still on the fence whether I'm going to move forward with a bike. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of going back and forth on that one. I might just take a break. Get a piece of shit car to drive around, and uh, that can be my beat up pubby. We used to call it in Australia. That was our a beat up old car. Was your pubby? Because you drive it to the pub, get drunk, and you leave it there. And it didn't matter if it got stolen or whatever happened to it. It was your pubby. So maybe I'll get a pubby. Anyway, let's get back to the guitar wank. I am here. You didn't lose me. I wonder if Scott, what Scott and Bruce would have done? Because they're not going to edit this together. It would have been it. So we would have ended. At 68. Oh man, we wouldn't have made 69. And I still don't know why that is significant. Anyway, we've got a great show. We're going to continue on from the other week. <laughs> um, oh man, I, I, sometimes I listen to what we say from a few weeks back or a week ago and I'm like, it's like wow. Do a lot of people just turn off after a while? Uh, anyway, um, we're going to get into it. Mr. Scotty Form, Mr. Bruce scotty foreman see see what happened i actually did hit my head a little bit so um 
I'm not even going to edit that. I'm just going to leave it because I can be bothered. <laughs> uh, we're going to do some fun new things on the Guitar Wing podcast too. Since I have a new uh, a second chance at life, um, we're going to we're going to mix it up. Got a we have guests coming. We're going to have John Sir from Sir Guitars and Amps. Damn right, he should get his ass here. We, so that's going to happen. A lot of other fun guests are coming. I'm just going to keep talking about guests, and they will eventually come. Uh, also, we've got to thank our sponsors. Without them, I don't know. I, I'd have no one to thank. So, Sir Guitars and Amps, Wire World Pro Audio Cables, Diodario Guitar Strings, uh, that person who just texted me, Jim, Jimmy Dunlop, um, thank you, Fishman, to all the people that have been donating, thank you so much. It's huge means so much uh, for all the people that have bought mugs or t-shirts recently they're coming out the next week they'll be they'll be just hang on they're coming um, and I think that's about it I don't really have much else to say except I'm still alive and uh, yeah don't, don't write me and tell me motorcycle stories or why you shouldn't ride I know why you shouldn't ride but to all the bike riders out there you know why you want to ride so don't give me I hate it that's why mm, it's frustrating people ah my uncle was killed in a motorcycle accident I don't want to fucking hear it it's dangerous I get it that's why we do it because it's nuts that's why you jump out of planes yeah so anyway don't give me the motorcycle stories please Uh, I'm at the hospital and one of the doctors is like yeah I used to ride all the time until I worked here and then I was like I never got on a motorcycle again so I hear that enough I don't need it from anyone else Maybe I can get a Ducati endorsement through Guitar Wank. Probably not. Mr. Bruce Foreman, Mr. Scotty Henderson, what do we have in store for the people this week? Well, no, but there's. I gotta play devil's advocate Good. here, and there's a lot. <laughs> just call me an asshole. Just, call me an asshole. There's just there's a lot of people that <laughs> face, there's a lot of people that Facebook is all they have. So well, me, so me and Bruce were talking about this and, and no. talking about Facebook, and I, I don't know if you've gone through. I've been guilty of this. I'm still guilty of this, but I'm aware of it that. Hold on, I gotta go on Facebook and make sure if people are liking me. <laughs> I mean, I make posts on Facebook sometimes. Yeah, but not not every day. What is it? What is it doing to us as a society? Because I, you know, like if you see something and you like it, a fucking like, and also I post stuff and I look how many likes did I get? What the fuck is that doing to me I, mentally? I don't think it's doing anything wrong. You don't think? No, of course not. Well, it's, it's just another way you communicate with people, and I'm kind of tired of people bad-mouthing it for it's being something that's worse than it actually is. It's okay. only bad if you make it bad, just like alcohol. Right, okay. You can have a drink, but if you become an alcoholic, it's a different story. Right. Facebook is no more dangerous than alcohol. You know, it's there. It's there for you to use in an intelligent way. If you get addicted to it, and if it comes your whole world, you got a problem. 
You know, and I'm pretty sure Bruce is speaking to those kind of people right. because there no, are a no, lot of actually, people. No, no, actually, I think you're misunderstanding me, Scott. Prevalent on, I, on Facebook. And, and I don't disagree with you, Scott, so I want to go there, but I think you're misunderstanding me. Uh, I'm not talking about, yeah, I mean, I think however you want to use Facebook is fine with me because it, it is a social network. I mean, I personally use it a little bit more like a, uh, a business community Mm -hmm. For me, some people like it as a personal community for them. Mm -hmm. Some people like it as a soapbox. Some people like it as a clearinghouse for their anxiety and frustrations. Um, whatever, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with all that. I'm concerned with the effect it has on our real life interaction with the people we live around. That's the part. Right, it's okay. like it's it starts to substitute itself for, and then it starts to morph into a weird reality that is not respectful of certain people whose whose lives and privacy, privacy and humanity have a little bit more to them substance. It, it sort of superficializes things. It trivializes things, to uh, and it and it and it makes it oftentimes a pitiful representation of reality. I'm not saying, yeah, if you like Facebook, go on Facebook. I mean, I hell, if Facebook didn't exist, I wouldn't know what most of my friends were doing. I would, you know, because the newspapers ain't doing their job no more. <laughs> I don't know where anybody's playing unless I go on Facebook. Thank God for Facebook. I got friends who post really cool videos of shit I've never heard of before. And I see it. And my life is incredibly enriched for that. Really. Mm. So I'm, I'm like, I see all that. You know, but, but isn't it also that Facebook does represent, because I think a lot of people only post the better parts of their life. Like only, everyone, of course, only wants to show the greater parts of their life. That's not necessarily true. A lot of people like really... Kind of but it, it does, like, you see on Facebook all these people doing these amazing things and it's like, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm doing nothing with my life. And look at all these people on Facebook. They're having so much more fun and better life than I am. And I'm sure that's there's that's that just you're That's just because you're an envious, pitiful person. <laughs> well, you know, where, where, what I think, what I think, me and, me and Stig were talking about this the other day, where, and I don't want to mention... And, and, oh, and by the um, way, folks, Stig Matheson is who he's talking about. He happens to be the chair of the guitar department yeah, he's the, at he, MI. Oh, yeah, Stig. Yeah, yeah. And he's a great yeah. guitar player. Yeah. So I think we should let everybody know who yeah, we're talking and, about. And we were having this conversation about someone we know, and I don't want to mention his name. But it's a person that doesn't really look for gigs at all. In fact, he doesn't have any gigs. And he happens to be a really, really good player. Mm -hmm. And all he does is he's made a huge hit f for himself on Instagram and Facebook and wherever. And basically what he's about is playing to, you know, like uh, backing tracks and playing for his computer camera. Mm -hmm. and posting those videos and that's his audience and he never plays real gigs he never goes out in a club and yeah easy or plays he gigs. actually even is self-righteous about it if it's the guy i'm thinking about well i, I don't know if it is but but I'm is he brazilian saying, i don't want to say okay. what did you say 
Yeah, I asked if he was Brazilian. So, uh, I don't want to say. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that to me, that person is missing something because there's a lot to be said for going out and playing real shows for real people, and to isolate yourself in your house and only play for your video camera is not as much fun. I can guarantee it. Well, no, um, and just the, and, and just it, the humanity it, of music. He's playing the tracks, and and, and, and I don't, I'm not saying it's the same guy. I think it is, but the guy I'm thinking of when you say that, he even posts these self, of course they're rationalizations, like we all do, I mean, come on, you know, this is why I beat my wife, she had it coming to her, you know, <laughs> but you know, I mean. I wouldn't have to beat her, she just did, does what the fuck I say, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, but you know, I mean, get back but in you the know, kitchen. he's like, <laughs> why, should I get, why should I get in my car and drive across town and a bunch of people and there's a waitress who doesn't listen to me, you know, and I mean, so I'm just going to wank to tracks and that's... I'm, I'm doing better than everybody else. This is like what music's about. And it's like, sorry, dude. Music's about people. Mm. You know, li life really isn't about music, I don't think. I mean, my personal opinion, life isn't about music. Music is about life. Right. And we need humanity and we need people. And, we, and you know, yes, dealing with those horrible situations do make you better. Do do give the music some perspective. Do I mean sorry, but you know a life of just like oh I got my perfect rhythm section and I get to play in front of my video camera and I don't have to leave the house. You know I mean it's a nice sounds little, like a great a nice, gig, <laughs> a nice little cocoon, but it's not real. And and to me it's missing. It, to me, and I'm yeah. not saying to the world. It's just I'm giving my opinion here. I'm not saying the empirical this is right or wrong. To me, you're missing out on what music really but has to offer. Isn't society. there a there's a lot of there's a lot of players out there that have become internet stars because of that. They've posted them playing in the bedroom, where I don't you're in the, you're in the most comfortable situation. You're controlling your sound. Everything is perfect for you to give this performance. But to pull that off in a venue or well, in front of an audience, that's a whole fucking different ballgame. Let ball me just game. say that I don't think there's anything wrong with no. being on the internet and but playing. But it's just different. But I'm just saying that if you only do that, right. you know, a good, a, 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 a well-balanced person would, would, you know, say, oh, yeah, it's great that I've got fans on the internet. Let's see if I can get a few of them out to the gig Yeah, and do both, you know. Use the internet is like it's like a it's in a way like a movie trailer. Yeah. You know, see the trailer, come see the show. Yeah, you know, it ought to be like that. A tool, but w w yeah, a, a great marketing tool. Yeah. that thank goodness we have it. Yeah. And because I've definitely posted on the internet when I had a new record coming out, helped to promote it. Um, I use it when I need it. You know, not I, I'm just careful not to use it that much. I mean, yeah. I, I probably do maybe two, three posts a year. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. And I don't really do it that much. I think when something's important, well, you only to me, get I two or three it. gigs a year. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. Hey, you know, I gotta stop you and give you points. Every, every once in a while, you know, a Trump post. Every once, <laughs> I, 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 I did that huge post about Apple when I was so pissed off when they came out with that piece of shit. They, they fucking deserve it. You know, they deserve it. So, so you know, whatever. I gotta give you points on. Uh, I saw your 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 video of, of with the MI course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you come across so it was so great how you did that and. 
you presented that. It was really, really professional. You looked great. Everything was awesome about it. You really sold that really well, I well, thought. Well, I think it's a good course. I yeah. believe in it. You and it so, come across so, like um, that. I was it's, like, it's oh, It's going fuck. really well. I've Can done, I sign up? I've I done two to do so far. Yeah. And um, because after they take the class, I do an hour lecture. Okay. And we've done two of them now, and they're going really, really well. I've got a lot of great students, and they're asking very intelligent questions. And I'm just thrilled that, that it's going so well. Like well, it really is. So yeah, it, I was. It's, uh, it's, I was like, "Wow, cool Scott's kicking ass here." It looked good, yeah. man. It was really, really it's, well it's done. It's fun to do, actually. Um, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah. So it's and we're we started out with just the basic things of the five patterns on the net for playing a major scale, and I thought, okay, well, the questions for this, they're either going to be really stupid, <laughs> or people are just going to be so bored out of their minds that they won't have anything to ask, and I got such great questions about the simplest subject mm -hmm. you know like can you demonstrate some maybe some string skipping exercises in all the patterns can you demonstrate how to make some musical phrases out of these you know just finger movements can you can you just all this stuff you right. know what i mean just yep. really intelligent stuff and i was going yeah this is actually fun these guys are fun to teach so i'm really happy about it it's awesome right? <clears throat> massive congrats on that but yeah, I guess the Facebook thing, it it's a weird thing. It started off for kids and it really is for more adults. And let stuff me tell now. you something. I've blocked friends that not blocked. Sorry, blocked is the wrong word. Blocked is when you block them. No, blocked is the word. You just no, no, you, no. you you unfriended. Unfollowed them. Oh yeah. yeah. I unfollowed That's kind them of blocked because I don't want to see their solo their every bullshit. single yeah. fucking day. Yeah. I just don't want to look at my news feed and see the same guy playing yet another solo. <laughs> I just don't want to see it. Now I, I feel like I'm, I'm working so, in a Holdsworthy kind of thing on this kind of changes. I almost want to just post really yeah. out of tune guitar playing. And yes, just be yeah. really serious about it. Yeah. But just play so badly out of tune and so horrible that it hurts your ears and post one a day and post it to all my friends. And, including and believe you guys. me, believe me, it will be very popular. <laughs> well anyway, questions. <laughs> bad mouth Facebook enough. Now we have bad, well, bad No, 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 I'm not bad mouth you know, and again, I'm just bad mouthing aspects of the culture. And what's happening and what I feel, we're losing a, a sense of, particularly in the grieving process, you know? Yeah. No, uh, I don't, I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not against what you're saying at all. You know, I'm that's totally where I, that's my big concern in this one is that it's as if, okay, we make a big deal, you know, it's like a big deal, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, we all care, okay, we don't care anymore, we moved on. You know, it's like, let me, let me, and let me put pictures of whoever died with me. So I can get a little bit more publicity out of them before then they, they go. go to the funeral and take yeah. a selfie with the, the yeah. coffin. And you know, I mean, it's just please, a little, a little <laughs> folks, folks, folks. Would that be if bad? You, if you, if you, if you, if you died, what would you want? You know, Actually, think about if, it. If I die first, for some strange reason, and maybe I'm jinxing myself <laughs> right now, I give you guys permission to take selfies with to the take cadaver. selfies with me in my. Well, I'll probably be cremated, but. To take selfies with me and put me in a guitar wing t-shirt. Okay. Can I take pee into that little urn that you're in? Can I pee into no, it? No, 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 no. I think we you should all piss on we me. We should all snort it. <laughs> Let's snort it. Uh, maybe take a dump in it. Oh no, you can do that. <laughs> what kind of 
<laughs> that was not nice. <laughs> what a shitty friend you would be. Yeah. But no, you know, I mean, it's like just shit. <laughs> Here lies Troy. <laughs> you know, guitar. Then what would happen with guitar wank? Be a hell of a lot of donations then, motherfuckers. Really? Because no one's going to edit this shit. Right. <laughs> And it'd be like, oh, well, that's the end of Guitar Wank now. <laughs> We'd have to get another pet Australian. Right. Shit, where are we going to find one of them? Yeah, they're hard to come by. How about yeah. Ruby? Okay. <laughs> She's an Australian shepherd. You all right? All right, I go on from Riley. He said, thanks, guys, right. for the entertainment. And that's what t- the kids are calling it nowadays. <laughs> well, you know, I'd ra- you know, I'm I'm getting to the point where I'd rather it be called entertainment than anything else. <laughs> we'll take that on my commute. I, it's, a lot of you know, it's, like- it's not the laughing that bothers me; it's the pointing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, Riley says he, he loves it on his commute and he finds finds something to laugh about and learn in every episode. Every. Really? I could wow. debate that. <laughs> I'm sure there's one uh, in there he just didn't work out. I actually, did you see, and this Riley brings up a point, he said, in listening to the podcast, you've exposed me to music I might have never listened to before, and thanks to you guys for that. But did you see, and maybe you guys don't... I did, I did. You did? I did. Was it Jonathan made a playlist... Of shit we've mentioned. Of all the shit you guys have mentioned. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. Cool. And a, a bunch of guitar wankers jumped on it and were mm-hmm. using it, and that's fantastic. So thanks, Jonathan. Really appreciate it, mate. Um, Troy, I don't hear too much about Australian guitarists in the US. Well, I can talk about... Well, Tom that's because we don't want any of the motherfuckers coming over here. <laughs> Man, we're building a wall. We're building a wall to keep you Aussies out. Well, I can talk about... There's a bunch of Aussie guitarists that are amazing. Well, Tommy, which everyone knows, Tommy Emmanuel. Um, oh, God, Robertson. I mean, What's there's only name? like five people in that country. How are there going to be so many guitar players? It's 20 right? million. 22 million. <laughs> that bullshit. Who believes that? Shit, Hillary won by that many. Robert Robinson. You see, like that, you see, we took that as a fact. That's not true, folks. There's a there's a guitarist that plays. Um, he's in Nashville now. He's an Australian kid. He's, well, he's a kid. He's I don't know how old he is, but Robert. I can't think of his first name. Damn it, Robertson. He plays Gretsch's. He's a monster guitarist. He's a really great. Um, check out Irwin Thomas, uh, alias Jack Jones, monster guitar player and monster singer. Is it James Mueller from James Australia? Mueller? Yeah. He's Australian. Is he? This guy's so badass. He's a great player. I don't, I don't, what a, and he never made it to Wikipedia. My bad on that. Oh, James, James Muller. James, James. I don't know if it's Mueller or Muller. I think it's Muller. He, yeah. He's really good. I don't know. Oh, but no, he's now. beyond really good. Yeah. He's where is, fucking where from great. Where? Sydney. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's do, you guys, do you guys know there's a guitarist that's coming up? Of, um, I don't even know what to describe his music. Pliny. Pliny. Mm-hmm. I want to say, every time I say his name, I want to Pliny. Best, but it's Pliny. Uh, best reader I've ever seen with my own eyes from Australia. Been playing in his dad's um, pit orchestra since he was like eight years old. Wow. And this kid, I've never seen anything like it. And, you know, I've been teaching guitar for a long, long time. And I've seen good readers, but never anything like this. Yeah. This kid... You could pick any tune in the real book, open it up, he will look at the tune, he'll study it for about a, maybe 30 seconds, just look at it, and he will just close his eyes and he'll 
somehow do whatever he does, and then you count it. I did that with Inner Urge. Right. Played the shit out of it. Never wow. played it before in his life. Wow. And he read it, and he said, how fast do you want me to play it? I said, can you play it about here? And he played it, and the... He did it. Wow. First time. Wow. Sight reading. Damn. Never heard the tune in his life. And I said, I've never seen this in my life. I've never seen even a piano player be able to do that, much less a guitar player. Damn. He did it. Well, what's his name? You know, I can't remember. It's a student that, <laughs> that I had many years ago. Really? An Australian kid. His name's Donald Trump. <laughs> I said, how the hell? How the hell did you get to, to, to read so well? And he says... I've been reading for like, I don't know, 15 years. I started when I was a little kid and playing in my dad's orchestra, in the pit yep. orchestra for theater plays and stuff. And he just learned by doing. And and that's the best reading I've ever seen in my life. It's almost like like a fairy tale because you just don't see guitar players that, are, that can actually do that. Yeah. Like At read a level. song like Inner Urge. Never played it before and play it perfectly from sight reading. Wow. That's insane. When was this? This was about, I guess, about 15 years ago. Wow. It, it, he was one of my MI students. You, you don't know what happened to him? Ridiculous. No, he, I mean, he went through the year and then he went back to Australia. That'll teach But you. he was a pretty good player, too. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, not like blow away, but I mean, he was a good player. He could play. Yeah. And um, But the reading thing was just extraordinary. Now, was, like was he like a lot of, like when you meet a lot of violin players or orchestra players where they can't really play anything until you put cheap music in front of them? Well, those are classical musicians. Yeah, I mean, you... No, no, no. He could play. Right, I'm okay. saying he could improvise. He could play through a blues. He could play over pretty easy standards like Blue Boss and stuff like that. He was just learning his jazz vocabulary and stuff. But he could improvise blues and he had a good feel. And It wasn't like he could only read. He could play. But his reading was just off the hook. I've never seen anything like it. But I just wanted to mention that because he was Australian. Right. So. Was like, well, you know, you there's a... A ton of great Australian guitarists. I mean, we rule, really, in the world of guitar and, playing. And, and as far as dogs go, <laughs> I mean... We're the best, we have the best dogs. I've never seen any other dog shit a turd that stands <laughs> straight up, except for this Australian Shepherd that I have. We're, I've we're, never seen a dog do that Dude, before. we're fucking amazing. Australians are I mean, fucking amazing. And you, you should see what a dog can do. Yeah, you should see my shit stand up. But you, you know, guys should know this by now, that Australians are amazing. I mean, you, you, you get to hang out with me all the time. Yeah, I do really always feel that about you. <laughs> you know, I leave and I drive home and I'm thinking, Troy's fucking Troy was amazing. so incredible tonight. <laughs> God, I wish I could take him home with me. Just, <laughs> see, that's, really. that's what they do. They're like golden retrievers, right? man. And then, and then you we, let them sleep on the couch, and then they're in the bed. And the next thing you know, you yeah. know, it's like you're clipping their nails. And Speaking of that, Brett Gar said, "There's another guitar player, great one. Brett's a fucking monster. He Angus is. Young, how could do you, do you guys know Angus Young? I hate you. You better tell me. Is he Australian? You. Yeah, of course. I had no idea. Angus thought Young is British. Aussie as he comes. Yeah, I thought he was British. Oh, I never knew. He's not a pommy bastard. He's an Aussie. No way. Yeah, Angus Young. I love Angus Young. Oh my god, what a monster." 
that Love guy's an absolute monster. There's so many great guitarists. I I would have to spend so the next little, 60... So many great guitar players, so little time. Yeah, two... I can't... <laughs> if you're going to ask us any questions, you're just going to go on about how great you Australians are. <laughs> it's all... It's really... I all... know you invented swimming or something. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> It's been it swimming. I I think we did. We we did a lot of shit. All right, here we go, gentlemen. I love this. This is from Michael, and he says, "Gentlemen and Troy." <laughs> Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> the podcast is enlightening, entertaining, and an immediate. An in- okay, we'll just get to the bad part. All right, get to, okay, get to okay. the question. All right, we'll get to the question. I'm looking at question marks. Here we go. Um. He, he asks, is there anything you could share about your personal relationship with the Lord High Yah Bird? With who? With Bird, with Charlie Bird. Oh, Mr. Charlie Parker. Bird or, or Charlie Yard Bird Parker? Yeah, Mr. Parker. Bird. Bird. Who again? Who? Bird. You know, Charlie, Charlie who? Bird, Parker. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Parker? Yeah. Never heard of him. <laughs> I mean, he said he's, he's at the knee. Uh, he's trying to get a little piece of Charlie Parker permanently etched into his brain. And uh, he's trying to do that and uh, work that all out. So uh, he wants to know, is there any... Bird's the word. Listen to it. Personal relationships with, with, uh, uh, bird, with bird. Bird, bird. Well, bird, bird Bruce has got lots of... Bird's the word. Bird's the word. Bruce has got lots of stuff about... I, didn't, I never knew him. Never you, met him. you met a ton of people that have, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Do you think you would have got along with Charlie? Do you think I would have? Yeah. I think I would have. You kind of guy you'd hang out with, and I think we would have enjoyed each other very much. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty cool cat. He was was he a heroin guy? Uh, that's, yes, he was a junkie. Right, he went through that stuff. Um, what's Ray Brown? Right. Ray Brown. Yep. He uh, played with Bird too. Yeah. And you, you stayed with Charlie's uh, missus. Yeah, day. his ex, or that, his widow, I guess. His widow. That's, that all seems very sexually weird. Hey, dude, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Did you fuck her? <laughs> that's what we want to know. Oh, my God. On, Every listener is like, oh, my God. Did Bruce do her? <laughs> tell us. Come on, Bruce. Come on, Come tell on, us. mate. Come on. <laughs> You with your mates now, mate? Come on. Well, he addressed me as a gentleman first, so I guess I well, can't tell. Well, he didn't address me as a gentleman. Yeah, but I bet you, you know, did you do her? I didn't know. Okay, her. well, you're not a gentleman, so you would tell. <laughs> me, me, me. I would always tell if I if I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
that was in Paris, right? That was in Gay Paris. Gay Paris. Yeah. Gay Paris. yeah. Wow. And and her house, she she lived outside in, in a town called Chamateur, it was called. Uh, but we mostly stayed in Paris, yeah. Right. We. We. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds intimate. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would kind of be like doing your grandma, though. I just want to say that. That's just okay. wrong on so many levels. Okay. Just we just lost 50,000 listeners. No, right no, there. I'm just saying, <laughs> if I wrong. had done it, which, which, which obviously I didn't, no. but it would have been kind of like doing your grandma. Right. Just wasn't, yeah. Well, if people didn't think about, there wouldn't be granny porn on Pornhub. <laughs> oh, so give me a break. Okay, I guess I guess I'm I'm not a granny slayer. <laughs> <Clear. laughs> Bruce, clear the air. You didn't go there. We didn't go there, and and you know, <clears throat> and there's not a day in my life where I don't think that I. Never mind. <laughs> but I think you, you better get to the next question, man. <laughs> well, I'm just curious about that. Is like, did you guys sit sit around yeah, but, and just but talk no, about no, birds? Question, that's a good question. It's like. Okay, you have a question here. You're hanging with somebody who's got a lot of information, right, that you really want to know. But then again, it's a male-female thing. Yeah. And instead of talking about all that important shit, you could be having sex. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Have sex. Okay. Scott has answered. But in my case, I didn't. So, you know. But did, did you guys sit around and talk about... Oh, man, I, sp I spent every night we hung... It was like long conversations, and she loved talking about it. Yeah. And I would just hear about her, and I knew it was her perspective. Right. It was, you know, it wasn't like talking to birds. Was it was like, it was like talking to birds in some ways, yes. Yeah. Okay. It was like talking to birds' widow, yeah. you know. And, you know, she was, you know, and, and, and he was an amazing man who everybody wanted a piece of him, you know, because he, he was the guy. Yeah. And he was also a junkie, very irresponsible and doing all those bad things that junkies do. And he was also, you know, a guy just f full of life and incredibly intelligent. So, you know, like, how could she not feel like, you know, here they have a kid and they're, you know, and he's like I, off, he's off all around the world. They stuff. did have a kid. Yeah. What's the kid's name? His name's Baird. How old is he? And now? actually they had a kid that died. And, oh, the uh, kid's dead? And you know, and again, no, I'm gonna one get one of their kids. Oh, is it, the how kids old is the kid now? Baird, I don't know if Baird is still. I don't know. I have. I don't know. Right? Did he? Go I don't know. Maybe that was the one that I, I. I really don't know this much. She didn't really talk about that. Right. And she had a, another. You know, she had an. It's just she has another daughter named Kim. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't really. This this part's all. I'm just not a historian, man. I'm just I'm a fucking musician. But uh, hey, man, no, we're but not she, on sixty minutes. It's okay. It's she, okay. No, I mean I, I want to get it right, and and I really should know this, but I just don't. And uh, but it was really great to hear what it was like to live with him, what her perspective was of all that time on Earth. You know, she knew yeah. Max Roach, and she knew Monk, and she knew Dizzy, and she knew everybody. Of course, I knew Dizzy too. And uh, it was just really great to hear those stories, man. Imagine, you know, it's just like if you were if you were twenty two, because that's the age I was at the time. Wow! And you were able to just sit and listen to somebody who was there, and you were really into that thing at that time. You know, I mean, imagine that's huge. It is. It's just huge. And uh, and I didn't dig into the, the 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 family hardship as much. I wanted to hear about him and the music. I really, because 
that was where the most woman scorn stuff would show yeah. up and he yeah. would be this evil guy at this times and I can't believe he did this instead of this, which is really bad, don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. But I just didn't want to I didn't I mean it wasn't like what I wanted to hear about. I wanted to hear about well when, you know, he was playing Da, 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 da. Why did he do this? And how did he do this? And when he left Kansas City, do you know why he did that? You know, it's, that's what I wanted to know about. So I kind of purposely evaded all that oh, the family issues. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You felt like you got a real good sense of who Charlie Parker was? No, but I got a good sense of who she thought he was. Touche, Bruce. You're fucking smart. Yeah. So what? I spent a whole summer in Paris with Gail Moran talking about Scientology. <laughs> you know, you know the new place is open around the corner. It has. Do you know about that, Scott? What's that? There's a huge Scientology center around the corner now. Around the corner from here, right from where you are. Wow! Like yeah. a block so and a half. happy. Yeah. Huge. huge, huge. It is really happy. It's like it's one. It's two sides of the street. I'm gonna go over there and make some friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little annoying. get your get your get your mojo checked out or whatever they call it. Get your clarification yes. monitored. That's, uh, yeah, that's all happening in the area. Cool. But, well, that's Riley. Thank you. Uh, was thank you, Riley? Riley. I mean, you know, I, I think it was Riley. I know, you know, Charlie Parker, but you know, he, again, Charlie Parker is just one of the guys. One of the guys. Do you think, or do you guys, both you guys, think uh, people of that? talent in all fields of music and all styles they seem to get a, a bit of a pass on their their antics and the shit and maybe how they've treated people or what they've done because yes they're so great they do all things. talented people do yeah they do so there you go kids be a celebrity you can get away with everything get away with murder all right that's robert blake or O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> right? Oh, that wasn't, that wasn't um, Riley. It was Michael. Okay. So, you know, there you go. Um, we got some, lots of new questions. We should, we should take a short break and go to our sponsors. Yeah. We've never done that before. I've never just thrown to our sponsors. Okay, like who that. are our sponsors now? Did, did they leave <laughs> yet? Every time I mention our sponsors, I remember one email. I was like... Troy, would you just? We know who your sponsors are. Just, do you have to really do that? You have a fast. Well, actually, button, speaking of which, we're looking for advertisers. We are looking for advertisers. And Look. what a great way to reach out to people who are interested in guitar and wanking. So we expect a bunch of lube-oriented uh, commercials. We have um, we have some great sponsors. Sir, Sir is officially a sponsor of ours, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And John, we're going to have on the show, but. Um, they make great custom amps and guitars and pedals. Wire World Pro Audio Cables, uh, Deodario, Jimmy Dunlop, um, Exotic Pedals, and it. Um, hang on, they're making amps? No, they're not making amps. They're making pedals. Uh, what else we got? My Music Masterclass. Haven't you got a new My Music Masterclass? I'm going to do one soon. You're going to do one soon? Scott, you got any more in the works or not? No, not right now. Right now. Um, I think that's it. Riftmasterpro.com. Um, don't forget um, um, Fishman. 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 Yeah, Fishman. All those those cats. So, yeah, that's our sponsor. And if your company wants to be sponsored here, just uh, call Troy and we'll send, run it through the business office. $1 million. <laughs> and unmarked bills. Unmarked bills. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, Dana. 
Dana sent us an email and it's just way too long. Oh no. It's just. Man, you, Dana! Uh, he suggested a lot of a lot of players to be on the show. Alan Hines, you guys know Alan. Yeah. Buzz Featon, Sid Jacobs, Luca Thirgumbali, Korea, Russ Ferrente, Mike Miller, Andy Willis, Anthony Willis, Wilson, sorry. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So, you know. We're good guys when we can get them, guys. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the we'll, ideas. We'll try. Um, but we'll get them when we can, okay? We're, we're basically antisocial people that no one wants to hang out with, so it's really hard. Just go, you know, go easy on us. Clint is a big fan of Scott's, uh, and uh, you guys talked about seeing the Red Guitar Show live, but I live in Massachusetts. Bruce, you going to Massachusetts? Yeah, I'll go to Massachusetts. Are you anytime soon? I'll go as soon as he wants Any of you guys going to the East Coast to. anytime soon? You know? New York? I can get on, an air, on a United plane and get kicked off, you know what I mean? Just like everybody else. <laughs> ah, good one, Bruce. That was a good one. Um... Does he have a question? No. Okay. He did. I'm, so I'm getting to the questions. I'm going was, through there's these. There's a question. That was a waste of time. <laughs> I'll never, no, get, I that. Pre- I'll never pre- get that 30 seconds back. <laughs> That's what people say about how Okay, so, so you just practice 30 seconds longer. It's really going to make that chord <laughs> voicing that a bigger part of your show <laughs> yeah, is that right. much better, right? <laughs> there's going to be somebody go... If you'd only had that 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah and right. that, that court voicing would have worked a lot right. better. This is, I want to shout out, this is Sergio from Spain, and he loves the podcast. Why? He fucking loves it. He said, he, <laughs> he discovered it recently, and he said he listens to two to three episodes per day. Oh, no, Sergio, this get, a life. get a life. Get a life, Sergio. John C. Riley takes takes Will Ferrell's family away <laughs> yeah. and he goes and he goes Cal I hope you 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 understand the ramifications of what you've just done. We are no longer friends. And Cal goes, "Why? Says, you've lost your family. You've lost your wife. Why lose your best friend too?" <laughs> no, really Sergio, I mean, best my show suggestion ever. my suggestion Sergio is to rob a bank and with the money buy a life. <laughs> <laughs> or send it to us because we need it. Oh, we, man. We, we like money. What it, does he have a question? <laughs> no. Why do you why are you not I, asking us? I questions? like him reading this. I like him reading this. This is great. I'm trying to find the questions. We're going through the earth. This one's from Joel Smith. We want to say hey. a big g'day to Joel Smith. Hey, hey, how much was the donation from Joel? <laughs> no, I don't think Joel. Well, Joel is the father of uh, um, Joel Olstein? No. Joel Smith, that would be uh, Bill Smith? No. Roger Smith? Josh. No, it's yes, Josh's dad. It's Josh's dad. Oh, I just okay. I just had dinner with Josh last night. Oh, you did? We hung out and played, man. He's got a cool new guitar, man. Well, why the fuck isn't he coming on the show? He'll come on the show. We got to ask him. I just well, forgot to ask him. He'd oh, love fuck. to come on the show. What's he doing? I, I haven't met Josh yet. I'm do- I want to meet Josh. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, this is Joel. Joel's a big fan of the show. And he always writes, he, well, he doesn't always, but he, he hasn't written lately, but he writes in, and uh, he just loved the episode with Smitty. Oh. Uh, he thought that was good. Smitty was a big hit with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> drummers, eh? Anyway, so Josh is going to be at the Baked Potato on May yeah, 2nd. Tuesday night. With, with Gary Novak and right. Tim. Uh, the same night, I'm at 
Pisano's Guitar Day. Oh, that's... So I won't be able to make it. Next Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. Oh, okay. Anyway. So, so probably by the time this airs, it will be last Tuesday. Has, has Josh or doing... it's 200 years ago Tuesday. <laughs> no, they'll, they'll air this Monday and they'll get it. Yeah, it, but it, we're, we're pretty deep in, Troy. You're, you're being very... Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. We uh, how, how's Josh what? How's he doing? He's doing good? He's, yeah, he's doing quite well. He's, yeah, things are going good for Josh. Uh, it, I mean, other than the sex change and the constant constipation, you know, it's probably it's probably it's probably a good thing that if you got a sex change at the moment, that's kind well, of you mean. know, the sex change is good, but the constipation kind of makes it weird. I thought it's going to make you play a little rough. Um, I'm finding I I finding questions here. Um, a lot of people aren't using question marks. It's making it really hard. Feel free to jump in, guys. And uh, you know, I did a clinic at MI uh, yesterday. What? I, I went on his home turf. I know. I infiltrated. Did Scott he didn't even know? Even know? He didn't even know about it. <laughs> really? Yeah, That's not in. a day I teach. It was on I Wednesday. Snuck I, in. On I snuck in and kind of did a jazz explosion <laughs> jazz. all over the stage. Jazz just driving hands up. I played a bunch of shit that they hated, and then they asked a bunch of questions. I gave them answers they hated, and then in general, I made jazz seem so so unpalatable that they ran back to their world of uh, pop and rock. Oh, another amazing thing happened. This, what? this, I mean, shit is. It's been an incredible week, you know, starting with my foray into stand-up comedy and the, being a vocalist and everything. Um, at the showcase, I ran into a good friend of mine, Ty Bailey. He's an organ, Hammond organ player that we do a lot of organ gigs. And we haven't for a while because he's with Katy Perry now. Mm -hmm. And they were, they're rehearsing for their world tour that's like a year and a half long. I mean, you know, it's one of these serious boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's Katy Perry. And so I went over to, he invited me to come over to Center Staging and check it all out. He's, you know, because it's like, he knew that, since I'd seen probably anything like that back in the dark ages, you know, uh, that be how different it was and that I would, you know, if I was into that sort of thing, and of course I am, and I went, and first of all, they don't use amps anymore. Yeah, this is mm -hmm. a big deal. There's no amps anymore. So if you were to hear them play, all you'd hear is the drums. If there were horns, you'd hear the horns play, but there weren't horns in this. So you'd hear the singer singing and the drums playing and nothing else. Isn't that weird? And everybody's got in-ear monitors. Yeah. Unless the mains are on, then the mains you hear everything. And like, there's, the guitar players didn't even have pedal boards. No. Every move that was done was this thing called fractal. Fractal. Yeah. And fractal. then um, they had it all pre-programmed and... The track... And, and so, like, whenever it was time for their solo, whatever their setting for that solo was would kick in, and they just play. Yeah. They didn't have any control over anything other than their volume knob mm -hmm. and, uh, and their tone knob on their guitar. Mm -hmm. You know, just whatever's built into the guitar. Yeah. Sort of like me. And, uh, and then there's also times where they're muted, and they know they're muted so that they can tune, sure. and they all use snark clip-ons, you yeah. know. And because uh, they don't have a pedal board, so they don't have the pedal tuner that mutes everything. And it's just like a bunch of mice. You know, it's like click, 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 click. You know, that's what's happening. It's weird, isn't it? 
And then and then there's these, this crappy monitor mix going for the dancers, so uh, they yeah. can hear the band. But it's not really a mix. It's just so you can hear the beat, yeah, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and know where you are in the song. And and it's really. And, and, you know, and the talking to the guitar tech guy, and he goes, yeah, it's great. You know, it's really an easy gig. There's nothing to it. She, Katie plays these basic guitars, and I get those going. And, you know, the, the guitar players have this. And then, unless, like, we'll be on the road, and they decide, like, well, we're going to change everything to red. You know, and, like, all of a sudden it's red lights, and the costumes are red. And then Fender sends, like, half a dozen red tellies and strats that he's got to set up that day so that everybody can play them. Why didn't they have the mains on so they could you could hear the music or they didn't have the mains on during the during the when I when I was there. Uh huh. Do they usually? Uh, Probably not. Uh Because everyone's got it in their ears. Yeah, everyone's got it in their ears, so they they just don't need it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I've I've, I mean I've done that too. I mean I mean you know and it's you know it's 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 just it was but to me all that's really cool to watch you know how it works but what what really impressed me is something that I kind of never tripped on of course i knew but never thought about yeah was like you know Katy perry she's whether she's a nice girl or not or whether she's you know whatever crazy or a bitch or whatever uh, <laughs> just saying she has <laughs> okay well i'll take your word for it <laughs> um i like her okay good uh, she likes you too she told me uh, anyway so uh but there are so many... I mean, just right in that room, there were 20 people whose lives depend on, 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 her, on her breathing and singing and farting and all the shit yeah. she does. And, and, you know, that was just a small piece of it because then there's a logistic crew of moving the shit around. There's the business crew of booking it and promoting it. And, and then you're talking about a world tour and you're talking about all these salaries... I mean, on that woman's shoulders is a huge industry. And for her, she can't just go, I don't feel like it. You know what I mean? You know, and she's not an old woman. I mean, she's, she's young. And, you know, yeah. to, to have all that, I mean, we all think about the kind of the opulent side of, and the, 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 uh, the just, you know the elite, the the, the, the privileged side of of that world and that existence, and, and and what I was struck with with just all the responsibility of that much economy based on one <coughs> human being's shoulders. You know, I don't really even think there's that big a difference between that is as big a production it is, and the little shit that I do. Same thing. You screw up. A lot of people get fucked over you know like that time i missed that flight man that was that was just yeah it's just it's I just mean, numbers but it's yeah it's, but it's, it's a not, scale it's yeah. it's yeah scale. you think about scale but don't think about scale think about just people that you fuck up their lives yeah. you know when you don't you know you decrease your 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 sideman's salary <clears throat> you screw up the agent's reputation you know People that drove for hundreds of miles to see a gig got there and there was no gig, so you disrupted their lives and fucked up their lives. And I mean, just to be on the road for anybody who's whether you're Katy Perry or the smallest guy like me who's touring no, on the lowest no, the level. Smallest guy like me. But I mean, I'm just talking about touring, you know, where you're touring. Well, you're no, I'm touring talking about a, touring. I do the same a, thing as you. On a, you know? on a really, really 
low budget level where you're just touring around and and man one mistake one missed gig and it's really dire consequences where like you know somebody's never going to hire you again because of, of this or that yeah or, yeah yeah but that, that being said and that's totally true but i mean when it when it gets to the economy of scale that we're talking about literally hundreds of thousands yeah, hundreds of, of dollars well, and, yeah. and hundreds of people sure you know i mean just the pressure of that is yeah. something that we don't often i don't often think about when i think about those yeah. people i think of them a bunch of, as a bunch of coddled privileged <clears throat> you know kind of people and and like they've got to be aware that they're a machine yeah that that, 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 that this industry is riding you know, it's like they're the locomotion of a huge train on the tracks. Yeah. And but you, can, you can imagine the people that, like Amy Winehouse and people like that, who had really bad history with drugs and stuff. Yeah. And there's people trying to get her and or someone like her out on the road yeah. and be consistent and and make all the gigs and not screw up. Yeah. I mean, holy shit! Talk about a train. And you got talk, you got talk, you got music. Yeah. All these guys are on retainer. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, and, and, and you got logistics, you got trucks lined up, you know, yeah. for day and equipment, and, yeah. and I mean, there's tech guys for the tech guys. There's wardrobe. There's bookers. There's yeah. logistics. And most of the people that do those kind of gigs are responsible people, but there's also a lot of people that weren't. Yeah. They would go out on the road, and all these hundreds of people and huge millions of dollars riding on them, and they don't show up for a show. Or they, or they're too drunk, or they're too high to go on stage, and you can't even. I mean, that's just like I think. Whoa, I think man. those days are probably very less than what they used to. Probably, be. yeah, probably. Well, they they no, no, okay, shit. okay, and, and that's the difference between most of the times that I hang out with this type of scale. It's rock and roll. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in my life. Sure. Yeah, this is pop. It's well, a whole different thing. Yeah, it's a whole different. Well, thing. I had a, these kids. We're all everybody in the band. We're all clean. They were all super. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're really yeah. fun and good people. Yeah. Yeah. They were, you know, they were really great. But you can see, like this, this road crew. They all go out and have fun. They all, you know what I mean. But they're all super responsible and cool. Mm -hmm. This was not the debauchery of the rock scene of those size bands that I hung out with many times in my life, which I was kind of almost expecting. I was expecting this sort of debauched right. <laughs> sort of we're gonna make it through the day kind of thing and this no this was like a tight this was like up with Clean cut. up with people you yeah. know like a mormon well, all troop, these, troop or if you're something. a side guy doing any of those pop kind of gigs or anything you will be replaced just because yeah. some manager or someone in the band or someone ab above the band or an agent mm -hmm. or someone just doesn't like you or you do something wrong on stage you don't you, none of those gigs you can feel comfortable in you'll be replaced in yeah. a second because there's so well, many people who just take your gig i mean i had a, a girlfriend that was playing with guns and roses for a while right and man talk about a train wreck i mean these guys were all drunks and i it was hard to believe that they could even make it from one gig to another because right. they were just completely just loaded out of their minds on tour and she would call me and write me, you know, letters and call me on the phone and saying, you know, this the gig tonight barely happened. It was almost canceled because, you know, Axel would they couldn't wake him up, and he was just like, <laughs> you know, just crazy shit. 
you know, and, and there's, you know, stadium of what, like 500,000 people out there. Something. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny <laughs> after the fact yeah. that in the moment uh, when, when you do think about the bullshit and the, the, the pain and the, the everything that's riding on that one person. Yeah. Like I paid, played with that band Tattoo, those two girls. And that was, I mean, we were number one in the world at mm. one point on the pop charts. And those girls just were so fucking unorganized and unprofessional. Like, they walked out of Japan and basically said to the Japanese, because they couldn't do a music video downtown, the Japanese government said, no, nah, we're not going to allow you to do this video. So the manager of the band, this Russian guy, said, fuck you, and walked mm-hmm. off this Japanese government show and just totally, like, dishonored the Japanese, yeah. which you'd never do. And right. they, they got back to the hotel and they were escorted out of the country. And they were the biggest thing in Japan since the Beatles. And they went from that to nothing in a blink yeah. of an eye to like people burning their albums and they were banned in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because they were so fucking stupid and they didn't mm-hmm. get it. They were so arrogant. Yeah. You know, and that shit happens. I, I'm sure it happens a lot where people get so <laughs> yeah. into their own yeah, shit. I'm just, yeah, yeah. And I'm totally sure. But I mean, just... You know, I, I, I guess what the words, it's a little bit of, of respect, you know, for yeah. maybe Katy Perry. She's got her shit together. Well, I don't know if she does or she doesn't, but she, she's Seems got to, to feel that she's like a big train that everybody, you know, she's got like a big backpack. Yeah. And she's got every hundreds of people. Sit, you know that she's carrying that backpack. Yeah. Well, I and you know, good, you know, and and just it's just a respect for the kind of pressure and what it takes to do that. And of course, so interesting how it's all changed. You know what I mean? That these people are kind of working in a world of insulated sound. You know, they're in ear monitors, and you can't even feel your amplifier anymore. You're you're There's playing, no and it's like it's like you're playing in the studio. But you're live. I was talk, I was in Nashville last, well, earlier this week, and I was talking to a musician, working musician in Nashville, um, a young guy, and he was saying out there, so many guys now are using these, like the um, the Kempler, and the the is it fractal, yeah, actual frax or whatever it is, and Kemp. We've been the, going on that about my on my message board. Yeah, the line the, the the line six stuff and all that. They're all using this these not not amps but using these things because it's just so much easier to travel with amp modelers and everything and everyone's using inner ears and amps are really starting to disappear in the touring world because it's so hard for cartage so much pricing tubes go bad blah blah blah, and it's just so much easier for the sound guy your sound is the same every night but that's on pop gigs yeah Yeah. it's not gonna happen it ain't gonna happen in rock and roll well, not in a million I years. I hope not. And no, man, it will never will. It never will. Yeah. It never will. Pop, yeah, but not yeah. rock and roll. Well, no. they're doing it in the no country pop, world, no well, way, which has surprised me a lot. When ACDC starts using fractal and uh, and, and amp modelers, right. I'll start paying attention. Yeah. But they ain't going to happen. No. But, you know, they, uh, it's. and I saw an article the other day, I think it was a guitar player, where they were talking about how much... These amp modelers are being used for live gigs now, and everyone's on inner ears and just. It's you know, all I'm saying is it was a it was a eye opening 
experience for me. A you fun know the experience. label. It makes so much more sense. I mean, no, it just it just was just a really great experience to check it out. I mean, here I'm in the world of music. You know, I consider myself a musician, and it was like my world and this world were very different. Different, and and I saw how it worked, and I was. You know, it seems like it works great for them. And There's got to be something said for being able to just get up there and play guitar and not have to look down on pedals or worry about gear and that, and you're just performing. That's my world. That's what I do every night. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but it's a, <laughs> I know, I was looking for something to come back. I had nothing. Different thing. Different thing, man. Except for, except for they play for 500,000 people. Yeah. And I play for five. But Bruce plays, <laughs> Bruce plays a different type of instrument. Those yeah. guys are playing rock guitars, and they're Pop emulating rock sounds. Yeah. And they are not actually playing rock sounds. I'm sorry. They're playing copies of rock. Sounds. Yeah, of course, of course. And they don't sound as good as amps. No. Sorry, but they don't. Those that audience that they're dealing with. Doesn't care. Doesn't care. Right. So all what I was saying no, is that, but, and that's but, the but, but moving, place to use them yeah. for an audience. But moving forward, relax. looking into the future, right. and of course this has yeah. nothing to do with yeah. me. Right. But moving into the future, you know, and I even asked a couple of the guys, you know, like they show me how the fractal or fractal. I don't know what the fractal, fractal works. Fraggle rock. But you know, like like I say, okay, so you wanted like a fuzz tone for the solo, you know, distortion, and they spend a lot of time just getting that tone. The way they want it, yeah. you know. I mean, they'll spend a half hour, an hour getting the sound for the solo. Um, I said, well, so let's say you like a tube screamer instead of a boost uh, box of rocks. You know what I mean? Like, there's a couple pedals that I know of. So I said, well, if you see, did did you go online and you get the model for that pedal? You know, do do like do these companies all provide a electronic version of their With pedal? Version, and yeah. no, and the answer was no. Right. But we all kind of looked at each other and went like, "Not yet." Yeah. Like probably in the future, what's going to happen is Exotic and TC Electronics and and Ibanez and Boss and all these companies are probably going to offer fractal plugins of their own particular boxes well that's already happening, it's already happening. oh yeah, never mind okay. <laughs> they, they, these people didn't seem to know about no, it. Well, that's, I, that's been happening for a long time yeah. i mean waves plugins for computer are making uh software emulations of neve uh EQs and I know I know that I know and, that you know, but I'm talking thing. about the, pe- the yeah pedal. they are they, do, they, they are, are doing, doing that it. yeah but yeah, um, they are. it's same as like because we because about the Celestia. people I talked to well, didn't have that dig- digital performer already comes with it's not by Ibanez but it's basically if you're looking for something to make your guitar sound like a tube screamer it's what they call it whatever the v- word they call it it rhymes with tube screamer right and you pull that up and the that's their screamer. version of the boob screamer the boob screamer yeah they're doing it i mean it's yeah. it's uh, the whole world of modeling and it's we're unfortunate just in, it doesn't sound as good yet but you it will know it, it might you know in the I'm, future i'm really curious to talk to john sir and those guys and what their thoughts are well, on john all that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. John's going to say what you'd expect him to say. Yeah, It doesn't sound like a real amp. It doesn't feel like a real amp. 
but it gets the job done for job people done. who don't care about the difference. But I'm sure, and they can have that opinion, but I'm sure they're like, oh, fuck, this, that's the way of the future. Like, I've been doing, i got future the Celestial. Well, a future for a lot of players, because a lot of players can't crank an amp and, and stuff in but situations. But I'm saying... I'm saying a you lot gotta, of people are going to probably, in you, the future, you, less people will buy amps and more people will buy these modelings. I don't believe that. I think that people in a certain, there's a certain group of people, like say, if you are in a touring band with in-ear monitors and you, you know, you, you, the thing is really produced, hmm. super produced, those kind of people. But your average Joe playing in a top 40 band in a club? No. 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 They're going to want to bring their... Yeah, but how many, how many average shows? Some, some. No, no, dude, we don't have... No. I mean, top There's, 40 bands of clubs don't exist. It's no, DJs they, no, 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 no. They do. There's tons, millions. But a lot All of them, the too. Country, a lot of them. There are millions of clubs. Yeah, but it's diminishing. No, it's not. It's yeah, not. Sure it is. No, you're wrong. It's not. Okay. As long as there's drunks, there will be bands in clubs. There always will be. But a lot of those top 40 it's, bands are also... You're telling me that DJs well. have not supplanted some live music gigs? Uh, yeah, I, there were more sure. DJs in the 70s than there are now. Oh, really? Well, I, yeah. Oh, I think yeah, you're I wrong, disagree. Scott. I would... I'm sorry. I got to disagree with you. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I told... When the disco era... Are you kidding me? There's piped music way more in the disco, gis, disco There's area. There's electronic there dance now. music is just as prevalent as disco. I mean, bands. DJs, no. you know, bands DJs are, are getting... everywhere. Go to Hollywood. There's a band on every corner. I know. I, I go to Hollywood. I mean, and, I mean, and, I'm not. And if you go out in the valley to Reseda, there's a club. There's clubs, top 40 guys playing everywhere. In Orange County, there's a jillion top 40 clubs. I'm uh, sorry. It's I don't agree. <laughs> they're agents. They're casuals. There are people doing casual. I'm not saying there aren't time. people doing it. I'm not saying nobody's doing I think it. There's less I'm of. saying it's less of doing it. I'm saying it's going to get less and less. Just the prevalence of house music, so. the prevalence think, of recorded music. When DJs music, are getting so. a million bucks a night in Vegas for gigs, why yeah. would you have a fucking band? There's bands working all over Vegas. Yeah, but I think the, since DJs have become more there's prevalent. There's a band on every Circus Soleil show in Vegas. But there's also how many circus shows in Vegas? Well, are there? I mean, there's at least a hundred or two hundred musicians employed just in Circus Soleil in Vegas. I mean, there's so many working musicians in Vegas. It's not even funny. They, they, it's one of the biggest paying towns for music. There's lots of people, lots of people making so, a living. Uh, so what you're saying is, is more people are making money playing music now than they're worth twenty years. No, ago. I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. I'm saying there's still plenty of people playing music. Not necessarily playing original music, but playing covers and playing for shows and playing for this and that. I just went to New York and they had live musicians for every single theater show I saw. Every show on Broadway has live music. Thank God for the union. I'm just telling you, man. There's, no, there's but I'm not disagreeing with you. you you're yeah. missing my point. I'm saying there's less of it now than there was before and there will continue to be a... Less, less. Be I don't believe that. I believe I that. I don't think there'll I be do. less shoemakers either, or less plumbers. 
You know, I think, I live think music is live music. Well, the, there I won't be less movies. Either. <laughs> I think this, you know I mean? that was that was kind of a weird little segue there. I, think I mean, less, you know, you got more people, you're going to need more shoes. But of course, less shoemakers. Actually, there are less shoemakers because they're now all being machine made. So, oh, okay. so, 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 so you're wrong on that you know, one. Less plumbers, plumbers, yes. People still gonna, go to the movies instead of. But wh- there's you know, less venues. There's What's less that? venues. No, that no, are there's. I mean, and I'm just. I'm not no, saying. I don't it's, believe that. There are not less. Venues. There is totally less there's venues. There's ton, tons of dance clubs and tons of top forty clubs all over the place you, where like people are just playing the, their little top forty gigs and people are drunk and they're out there on the. You dance guys even said that yourselves. Like not, Lava Lee shutting down. There's so that's many a jazz club. Well, but even I don't that's think different. there's different. I, I, I personally think you're wrong, Scott. Venues have gone and we would have to have a census on this DJ. to prove to us wrong. I, I believe that. I believe you're wrong. I don't believe that. All right, I think we should put I, it I out know, to the I know listeners. Too many working musicians who 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 you know, I mean, everywhere in every city, I know people that work. Yeah, all but the time. I'm not saying we we're not saying it's extinct, Scott. Yeah. Okay, you're you're missing the point. We're saying there's less of it, and the trend is going to less. And more and more and more people and more people and I can testify to this because I see it because I'm not hanging out a lot is the preponderance of one guy and tracks playing where a band used to play is huge. Yeah, huge. I mean, it's like a fucking epidemic. What, what do you mean? Where I'll go to a place where it used to be a band, mm-hmm. and now they've got a and now it's one guy tracks. and tracks, yeah. a piano player or just a bongo player singing to tracks or a guitar player playing. Oh, to I've tracks. seen that. I've been seeing that for no, but now years. it's come on. It's way more now than it ever was, mostly because the technology allows for it. Technology's you know? got better, and and, and, and and you know, and of course the economy is is such. That some people can only afford one guy, but they want to have the well, band. You, know, still. you might be right. There no, might be a little less, or there there are I just, less. I than just there really were. believe that there's still tons of working musicians out there well, making, making money, think, playing casuals, playing top forty bands. But I think people love live music. People love I, to have a band in their club. And, but I think know. it's definitely not what it was for you. What, That's for all you I'm guys, saying too. I'm not disagreeing with you, Scott. Growing up, I was in the disco era. That's where we had more piped in music than ever was in the disco That's right. It's when it started. That's right when yeah, it started because technology got to the point we, where we've it talked could. about it on the show that Way more players, younger now players than, now yeah. do not have the venues and the outlet and the gigs to play all the time where you guys growing up were playing probably four you, you or five guys, nights a week. We're, we're talking about different kinds of music. Okay. We've been talking about jazz. Right. Jazz, that's a completely different story. That's not even considered music in the United States. That's like a foreign thing. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that's not... Well, I'm talking about top 40 pop. Right. You know, top 40 pop bands. Plenty of them. You know, plenty of people that still want to hire a band for their daughter's wedding. You know, okay. would rather have a band than a DJ. You know, they just there's something about a live band. It's just like... I don't care if you want to stay home and watch a movie on your VCR. It's not the same as going to the theater. It's just not. No, I agree with that. And, and, and having a live band will never be replaced by a DJ. It's just, it's, no. not, it's not as good. No, it's it never is. It's not the is. same. But, I but that's not the point. It's not, I mean, you're making three or four points at the same time. Sorry. 
Well, what's your point? That just I mean, I mean, for me, for you, who, who could well? disagree with you that a live yeah. band is not the same as a DJ? No one's gonna, no one's gonna disagree with that. Mm -hmm. Staying home and watching your VCR or your TiVo mm -hmm. or your DVD versus going to movies is not the same. No one's gonna disagree with that. Mm -hmm. It's not the point. The point is, is there's less music being played live across the board mm -hmm. than there was. A, a while ago. Well, I can't. And, and I really believe I that. I honestly don't know, you know, but. And I believe I'm that. An I just it. believe that. And pop, jazz, and across the board. And, and of course, there's re the obvious reasons why. I mean, it's. Their options are there for, first of all, businesses to have piped in music that's of a higher quality because of technology and more access to it. That's one of the reasons. The pressure on the economy right now. You know, the, the economy affects these kind of movements of things. Mm -hmm. and, and so there's numerous pressures. And we can only hope that, in fact, because of your first statement, which is that there is a real difference and everybody knows it, is just like there will be a pendulum shift where people will realize how much better it is and how much they want it. And things change. And, and, and how we value things. Like right now... I don't think music and live music is particularly a valued commodity right right now in today's world. And who's not to say that flip of a switch, the pendulum shifts for, because there's some artist that comes emerges and ignites the world, a movement of people, a cultural shift happens. It happens all the time. And all of a sudden, live music becomes valued again wait a minute though how can you More. say what i don't understand where this is coming from there's live music playing right now everywhere in the world yes but of course okay you, you, so you take that i'm saying there's not as much as there was and it's not as valued is that there isn't any uh, no, that's no, no. a ridiculous stretch no 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 it's not a stretch because you said it's not as valued and, yes and i think i think you're totally wrong well i well, when people sit there and listen to tracks and listen to to people lip-syncing to things and accept it, and the only reason they have a problem with it is the machine fucked up and not the fact that they were singing to a machine in the first place, I would say there's a high devaluation in this culture. <laughs> Sorry, that to I'm me not, is a fucking not, canary in the coal mine. No, that's one instance. Take and I would instance. say it was a huge instance. No, I, I wouldn't. That's just normal. That's normal shit. People have been lip syncing on TV to music. When Millie Vanilli did it 20 yeah. years ago or 30 years ago, fucking World War Three broke out. Yeah. Well, they they we still, were there. You yeah, and I were both yeah, there. We were, that was, was there World War Three. Now too. all they're doing is they're blaming the guys, the tech guys, because the machine fucked up. That's not actually true. They're blaming her in area monitors because she couldn't hear what was going on. I mean, but that that's, that's a, up, uh, I said the tech guy because he fucked up. Yeah, but I'm saying she was. That would have been okay if it hadn't been for a technical fuck up. So but my does, problem is is, the, it, is that that she's not even singing in the first place, and there ain't even a band in the first place. That's my problem. Right, well, you know that may be true for that one instance, <laughs> but at the Super Bowl they have 
live bands every single year. They don't have piped music and DJ, Actually, a lot of know? it is pre-recorded. A lot of it I'm is. I'm not saying it isn't, Bruce. You don't understand. I'm talking about the concept of having a live band play at your event. And, and I'm just talking, I'm, what I'm talking about, because I agree with that. You didn't hear the first thing I said. There's no diff, there is no dispute there. The dispute there is how much there is mm-hmm. and how the society right now in this very moment values it. That's the question I'm trying okay, to present. Well, I don't see the difference because, for one thing, personally... I'm working now more than I ever have, so I don't. I'm out there touring more than I ever have in my whole career. Really? Yes. So I don't know how. What am I supposed to take that statement? Like I'm not valued. Well, no, uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm out there working my ass off all the time. I'm touring, so, and I'm not. So no, but I'm saying, if there was less value on it, I'd be working less, not more. Well, you. I've I've been sitting here listening to how you're making less money, how how the pressures on the economics of your tour yes, is harder. Yes, I've I've been listening to nothing but that for but a year. This is economy. We're not talking about economy. We're talking about the the value to people of live music. That's not a. Co- it's, it's not about. They're the economy. they're all. You can't separate them. You can. You can't. There if might be if, a, if the value existed culturally, the economy would provide for it. That's well, how shit works. It, when people well, want to buy pet rocks, pet rocks are available. When they don't want to buy them anymore, you can't find them anywhere. Look how much movie tickets have gone up in the last years. It's more expensive now to go to the movies than it ever has been. Do you see the movie theaters uh, closing down? They're not. There are numerous. There is a numerous. Consult- First of all, I'm not, we're not talking about music, movies, anyway. It's the same thing. It's not the same thing, but it's definitely not the same thing. But in the fact is, in movies, there's been a huge consolidation in the how the way that business model works. Well, uh, all I'm trying to say is that people, regardless of the economy, regardless of anything. People still value live music just as much as they always have. That's what I think. Okay, that's where that I, hasn't I, I would I would suggest you certain people do, but not as many, and the culture doesn't. And I would disagree with I, that. See, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I can I interject know. here, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I also totally agree with what, he, what Bruce is saying. I think it's what I was saying is I think the venues. And uh, like pubs and places like that are doing less for live music, and a lot of venues are shutting down. And it's and easier to put in a up. DJ than put in band. And I know a lot of venues in Vegas are putting in big DJs over bands now because DJs are like huge. Or they're or they're having a band with track, so, a guy with track. You are you are right with your statement. I think you are totally right. People still value as much as. Anytime bands are music. still popular, still popular. People I think still the venues are because it costs more to put on a band than it does a DJ, and I think, I think it's the the people that are putting on the shows are doing less for. Live I, you music. are never going to see, and I'm sorry, but you are never going to see the the whole concept of buying somebody's music on iTunes, your favorite band, and let's buy our favorite 
DJ on iTunes. Sorry, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> There's always nah, man. I, I mean, a DJ plays other people's music. It's a live no, thing. No, 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 no. Like, like Paul. Okay, Open who's Paul. a DJ? Paul Oakenfold. 